Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang. I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. And let's crack on with today's first story much love guys now today's first story comes from sci31123 from the relationship advice subreddit and before we do get into it i do want to give you a couple of warnings there's false underage sexual assault allegations and mental health issues as well so if you do want to skip the story please feel free to do so timestamps are always down in the description and along the timeline below thank you and it's titled cousin female 24 falsely accuse me, male 31, of sexual assault. Now my family has contacted me after almost 10 years. I first posted this on relationships and it got auto-removed and I got no answer when I tried to get them to check it manually. Please note that no one involved is under 18 anymore and the situation did not involve sexual abuse. That's the whole point. Hi, I've never had a Reddit account before, but someone on another forum linked this subreddit and I've been reading some stories. If this is the wrong subreddit, please let me know. Also, English is not my first language, so bear with me. It's pretty much like the title says. I just feel so lost on what to do. This is tearing up wounds and old rage is building again. Let me give some backstory. I grew up in what was probably the most normal of normal households. Parents worked a lot, but still managed to care for me and my three older sisters. We were never super close as a family, but never had any issues either. Same goes for my extended family. They've always lived a few hours away, but we saw each other during summer holidays or Christmas and always got along great. But when we got older, we naturally grew apart as everyone had their own lives. I'm 31 now. In 2014, when I was 22 and attending uni, I got a phone call from my mother that turned my life upside down. I remember I didn't even answer at first because I was gaming with friends, but she called again immediately after the first call. This was an unwritten rule in the family. If you call twice like that, it's important. Like someone died important. So when she called again, I excused myself and answered, only to hear chaos in the other end. Like people were arguing. When my mum realized I had answered, it sounded like she went to another room and closed the door. I just asked what was going on, and I heard she was crying. My memory of this conversation is a bit blurry, but she basically asked me if I had something to confess to regarding eve eve is my cousin on my mum's side and is seven years younger than me 15 at the time at that point i hadn't even seen eve for several years i said no and asked what this was about she just cried even harder and started accusing me of sexually assaulting eve back when we were children eve had told everything to my sister and that my sister told my mother and my aunt eve had told him that back when she was nine and I, 16, she'd been playing in my room when I came in and started feeling under her clothes and kissing her. My mother screamed at me to say something, but I couldn't even speak. It was all so absurd. I remember thinking that must be some bad joke. The last thing I remember saying was, 
that is not true and that Eve is lying. But then my mum goes on saying how much Eve gave such a detailed description of where and how. Then she kept asking something like, did you do this? Did you do this? And I just screamed back at her, no, each time. It all ended with my mum putting me on speaker and both my mum and dad saying that they don't want anything to do with me and to never contact them again. Two of my sisters texted me later that day, pretty much saying that I'm disgusting and then blocked me. I know it's weird, but after that call, I went to have a long shower. To this day, I still don't know why I did that. After calming down, I started calling and texting everyone, even Eve. No one answered and the ones who hadn't blocked my number by then quickly did so. The only thing I heard back was from my father who texted me to stop contacting them and that they need to heal. That was nine years ago and I haven't spoken to anyone in my family since that day. To say this has fucked me up is an understatement. I was living in a haze for weeks after that and hardly ate at all. It didn't help that this was right before I was supposed to defend my bachelor's thesis and was already stressed out. Luckily, my co-writer sensed something was up and saved me by controlling the conversation so that I got the easy part. Without him, I sure would have failed. Needless to say, no one came to my graduation. Then started the worst period of my life. I spent the first year expecting the cops to knock on my door and arresting me for sexual abuse. I didn't land any jobs, just living off my saved money. I drank a lot and did oxy. I also grew resentful and violent. The only reason I didn't hurt anyone is because no one was around. My neighbor called the cops on me once after I'd smashed a glass, but I managed to convince the officers that I had just dropped it. And they went away since there was no others inside my apartment. Instead of sleeping, I spent my nights planning how I could hurt Eve and make sure no one ever found out. Even thinking how I could actually do things she accused me of, but much worse. I know, I'm not proud of that. I landed my first real job in my field in late 2015. Only then did things start to improve. I focused all my time on my job as it gave me something normal to do. Recovery was a slow process, but I drank less, sober now for four plus years, and smiled more. I lived cheap and earned good money, so I made a point of buying myself a nice gift for my birthdays. A VR headset, a motorcycle, Lego, etc. And last year I moved from my shitty apartment and bought a small house. It was an old dream of mine to have my own garage and a garden to care for. This has boosted me even more. So, my life is okay now. I still got problems, I've been on antidepressants for the last few years, and while they help, it's not in a happy way. They simply remove the dark thoughts and replace them with dead ones. My trust in other people is close to non-existent. I've tried dating, but only been on two dates with two different women. It's really hard to speak like a normal person when it comes down to it. And what would I tell a potential partner when she asks about my family? Oh, you know, they accused me of a heinous crime, and we're not talking anymore. But I didn't do it, I swear. My field is very male-dominated, so the only woman I really speak to is my therapist, who I like a lot. If this was difficult to follow, I apologize. I'm not good with words on the best of days, and I started rambling a bit when it all came back to me. It's already getting long, so I'll fast forward to my current issue. A few days ago, I received a text from my mother. It felt unreal, and I was scared to open it at first. I just stared at the notification for hours before opening it. Yesterday, another text followed. Translated, they basically say. The text one says, Hi OP, it's been so long since we talked. We miss you and want to know how you're doing. And here she writes a long text about my sisters and how my nieces and nephews are getting big. I didn't even know I was an uncle. 
Know that we love you and always will, mum and dad. Text 2 follows saying, Hi OP, we understand if you don't want to talk to us after what happened, but please listen. Last month, the subject of you was brought up at the family gathering. During this, Eve was downplaying everything that had happened to her. It got so awkward that she finally admitted that nothing happened and that she probably just dreamt it. We were all appalled by this. When we last spoke, we wanted to protect Eve and did the only thing we thought we could do. We know that's not excusing how you were treated. What Eve did was wrong and we're all angry at her. We have called everyone that knew and told them the truth. We all want to speak with you and your sisters want to meet their families. Please write back if you can find it in you to forgive us, mum and dad. So yeah, that's my situation right now. I haven't answered, but they no doubt know I've seen it. Truth be told, I'm seething. So many old shitty memories are now stirring again. I don't want to forgive them, and I wouldn't trust myself to be in the same room as them right now. Part of me wants to call my family and unleash everything on them, to guilt them with everything I went through until they all hit their rock bottom, then dedicate my life to make my cousin's life as miserable as possible. The other part wants to ignore them and continue with my okay-ish life with my motorcycle and my garden to keep me company. I don't have any friends. The only people I speak to are my co-workers, but we're not really close. I've called my therapist clinic, but they told me she's on vacation and won't be available for weeks and I don't want anyone else than her. That leaves internet strangers. So please, where do I go from here? Do I ignore them and continue as is or do I answer? And if so, what to even write? I'm pretty sure meeting them in person would be a bad idea for a foreseeable future, but I'm not even sure how my life can improve from picking up those old threads. As embarrassing as it may sound, I've dreamt about the day when they apologized to be throwing themselves to the ground and kissing my feet. Texting seems so anticlimactic now. OP then adds a couple of edits to the post and says, holy shit. I went to bed yesterday after answering a couple of comments. I was happy then when someone just said to wait for my therapist to come back. Something that had flown over my head. Now there's 1300 comments. I can't possibly answer all, but I try to read all when I get home from work. I just want to address something I saw a few people mention. That my therapist wouldn't leave for that long without telling me. I don't know how this works in other places, but this is a state-run clinic. No hourly rate or anything. I got assigned to her when first going there, which means she will continue to get me on meetings that follow. But that is not 100%. If she's on leave or sick, I might get someone else. Four to six weeks of vacation is not uncommon. And of course, we do have an update in a moment. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too. Like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And the top comment was pretty much just saying, you know, wait for your therapist, which 
I totally agree with and OP did reply to it. So read that one quickly, which says, The Unpolitical says, Wait until your therapist comes back. I understand it will be a couple of weeks, but it will be worth it. Let her guide you on what to do and when to do it so that you can do this in a healthy way, whether it's not to even talk to them or build a relationship back. It's okay to leave your family on red. They will have to deal with it until she gets back. Wishing you the best. Which OP replies in, to be honest, I didn't even have the mindset to think that I could wait that long. I just heard weeks and thought it might as well be years. Thanks. I think I'll do that. And personally, I think that is the best option for OP right now. But I was trying to think of what I would do in that situation. And I think there's only a couple of choices. Like that comment said, you know, build a relationship back or never talk to them again. I mean, you could meet up with them to see what they got to say and, and then go your own way. If you're just looking for closure or, or something like that. And I always find with these sort of situations that I'd want to hear what the other person has to say. And again, I wouldn't be advising OP to do that, but I think for myself, I'd want to hear what they have to say face to face. I'm not sure if I'd be able to move past it, but I'd still want to, to hear it from them. And another top comment on this one was from Angry Tudor one who says, I think you need to really sit and consider what is going to have the best impact on your own life. Having them back in it again or keeping them away. The whole issue around forgiveness needs to be put aside. What is going to give you the best life going forwards? I can't answer this question for you. I can tell you how I would look at it. And I'm going to, but you need to largely ignore what I'm about to say and think only of you. If you're having your entire family back in your life, including E, is going to make your life better, then do it without hesitation. My own thoughts. I didn't see an apology in those texts. I saw them blame E for their behavior, not themselves. Their love for you was conditional, like a tap. They turned it off and then back on again. Damage is done. You say you have no friends and struggle with relationships. That probably wouldn't be the case if not for how they treated you. But I don't see how the solution to that can be reached through a relationship with them. You can solve these problems, but I don't think they're going to help with that. Not sure how meeting your sisters and their perfect families and kids and the happy lives they built while ostracizing you is going to help you one bit. I'm getting the impression that E hasn't had anything like the same treatment for lying as you got for doing nothing. That means you are, at some point, likely to come across her at a family gathering. No one member of your family tried to stay in contact with you, even under the radar. If you'd gone to prison, I'd have expected at least someone to stand by you. This is meant to be what family do. There is absolutely no amount of shouting or anger that will get what you want from them. Don't do it. If you decide to tell them to sod off, the way to hurt them is not that way. The way is to text them about all the effects they've had on you, like what you have written here. And tell them that you want no contact as you need time to heal. Do not under any circumstances contact or have any communication with E. Don't think about her. You are never going to even try to get revenge, nor should you. Salient point here isn't E's lie. It's the fact that your family never even listened to you and abandoned you on zero evidence. Even if you had done it, family is unconditional. They made it conditional. E isn't even the real crime here. She just showed up how shallow the family's love was. Edit. A couple more things I thought of later. I only just realized that you got this text from your mother a month after the big revelation. What should have happened is that E and her family should have been thrown out of the house that minute and your phone should have been blowing up with apologies, asking for forgiveness and wanting to know where you are so they can come to you directly to ask for forgiveness. Your family waited a month to send that first text to you. How can writing that wrong not been an absolute priority? Do not let this family gaslight you now. 
I strongly suspect if you don't reply, you'll start getting your phone blown up by various family members who will increasingly start calling you an asshole for not replying and not running back to them. I reckon they'll try to make you the villain of the situation again for not folding. You've already seen how they all stick together to validate their own actions. They'll do it again in a heartbeat. All you can do is recognize their behavior and not fall for it. If you do decide to reach out, perhaps agree to meet one parent only in a neutral venue, a cafe somewhere away from where you both live. That's a start. And one of the points in that comment I was thinking about, and that's like seeing Eve again in a future family gathering, because it sounds like they just went, oh, you know, Eve's done wrong, but we're moving past it. That's what it kind of sounded like to me when I was reading it. No one's got no contact with her. They've just told everyone, oh, you know, she made up a lie and it could have been a dream, blah, blah, blah. And again, like that comment said, I would absolutely let them know how this has affected you. I guarantee you they don't know half the shit that you've been through mentally, how you struggle with relationships these days. And they absolutely deserve to know how that has affected you. But again, in that comment, it just made me think that they will try to someday down the road, like at a family gathering or something like that, try to force that family relationship with Eve, like, oh, we're all moving on now, etc., back on you, which should absolutely never happen. But as I said, Opie did update the post one month later and says, hi, it's been a while since my last post and I can't count the people asking me for an update. So I thought I'd post one, even though there's not much to say. First, I'd like to get a few things out of the way. One, thanks for all who wrote in, offered support and advice. I'm sorry I couldn't reply to all, but know that I've read them. Also, thanks to everyone who reached out to distract me with talks about my hobbies. I know I wasn't very responsive, but I know you meant well. The openly hostile ones borderline threatening me to quit antidepressants and counseling and instead accept, insert religious figure here, into my life. No. Two, many people told me I should pursue legal action. I didn't mention this in my first post, but I decided against that long ago for a few reasons. Best case, you would get a slap on the wrist and I wouldn't gain much at all. I just don't think it's worth a legal headache. If somehow I would end up losing, I'll owe her legal costs. Three, a lot of people have been messaging me about the fake updates. As I wrote in an edit to my other post, there are some fake updates on TikTok and YouTube. So if you saw something on other platforms that you didn't read in the text below or in the post linked above, it wasn't by me. I don't really care about people making fake updates, I just wanted everyone to read that my original post on these videos are not by me. Some even claim that they had access to my original post on relationships which contain these updates, and that is false. With that cleared up, I'll add what is actually going on in my life right now. Know that I wrote the original post in anger and because I was completely lost on what to do. I needed a kick to the head and I got that within like the first 5-10 to 10 comments. That was really all I needed. I've met my therapist and I was first scheduled for September, but she managed to move it and we had two talks so far. She also read the original post and many of your comments. While she would have preferred me to confide in a colleague of hers, in the end, she was glad you guys told me to calm down a bit and wait. She knows firsthand how I can get when I'm angry. I won't go through everything we talked about, but it comes down to that. I may respond to my parents at some point, but if I do, it won't be anytime soon. I started writing everything down that I want to say to my family, and then my therapist and I will go through those things continuously. For those who asked, they haven't tried to contact me further. I will not be updating this issue anymore. Not on Reddit, including DMs, or anywhere else, in case of more fake updates. Nor will I be commenting unless it's something very important. 
I don't want to be rude and I appreciate all the support, but it is really draining sometimes. I was almost glad when the moderators locked the comments in the first post. I'd like to end saying thanks again to all the people who've been wishing me well and checking up on me. And for the people writing to check that I'm still alive, don't worry, you didn't have to do that. I'm off work for a while and not by the computer much. I'm busy painting my garage. And I'm glad OP did take the advice of the comments and, and doing it in the way that's best for them because I think that's the only way with this post. I imagine there's lots of people that will do it in different ways. Like myself, I think I'd want to, that, that closure from them. Not that it will achieve much in the end, but I just want to hear it from them. I imagine other people will just absolutely say no, cut them out of their life completely, and others will probably go down different routes as well. But I really do wish Opie the best going forward. And, you know, I hope they continue to enjoy their lovely little garden by the sounds of it and painting their garage and their in a little safe space, if you like. I hope they continue to enjoy that. But what do you guys make of this situation how would you have dealt with it if it was you would you want to talk to that family again would you cut them off how would you deal with it let us know your thoughts down in the comments below now just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories your love your support your time always means the absolute world to me so thank you so so much i know i say this every single time but i can never ever get over you know i was, I was just down in devon like last week and i was thinking about how absolutely amazing it is that you guys come in and listen to these podcasts and listen to me talk for 20 minutes at a time i think bloody hell i get fed up of listening to myself most of the time ah <laughs> oh, fair play to you for tolerating it though <laughs> thank you so much and hopefully i will see you in the next one take care and much love are on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars, luxurious italian leather bags and so much more plus quince only works with factories that use safe ethical and responsible manufacturing get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with quince go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365 day returns